You do have those freedoms where you're not locked into a corporate type of schedule, but that comes as a result of really hard work, a lot of staying up all night, figuring out problems and how you're going to tackle the next day. This is the naked truth about real estate investing. Your host, Javier, has already been through all the brain damage of this business, so you don't have to go through it. That way, you're not exposed to all of the risk of losing your shirt or getting caught with your pants down. So let's dive into another no BS episode right now. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast of The Naked Truth about real estate investing. I'm your host, Javier Hinojo. We're going to make sure we definitely give you guys something special today. I'm not sure there's a lot of people that do this, but I just had the crazy idea. I don't know why. And probably a lot of you guys listening is mostly men. I don't know. We'll find out later. You guys are probably going to kill me because I'm going to start having uh, spouses on to talk about their husbands, entrepreneurs, all the dirty laundry. But no, I have uh, Stephanie Moo today. Uh, she's actually married to my partner and they live in, in a Houston. She's from Iowa and she met him in Marietta College, is in Ohio. Yep. And then she followed him to New York. And she worked for a PR firm, corporate tech, and she did public relations. And I heard she was really, really good at her job. <laughs> you had, when you had babies, your boss said, hey, you ever want to come back? You come back. Yeah. So that's what I did here. That's what I heard, so, which is awesome. So today we're just <laughs> going to talk about you know, a little bit about her, you know, where she's from, kind of her life before getting married, having uh, children, and uh, basically giving up, not giving up their career. You know, everybody's still... Um, we're all our own person. So it's Stephanie. It's not Moo's wife or Grayson's mom. It's Stephanie, right? She's our own person. And sometimes I believe that uh, I'm guilty of that, you know, even with my wife. Everybody says, hey, how are you a wife? And things like that. So, but, you know, they, they, we would not be where we're at without them. And they definitely have a lot to share. So thank you so much, Stephanie. Appreciate well, thank it. Thank you for having me. Come on. Excited to talk with you. Awesome. Yeah. And I was just actually with Moo in Austin. So my voice is a little shot. And uh, it's prime allergy season here and I'm all sinusy. So uh, it's all good. <laughs> all right. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So, so you're from Iowa. So just tell me a little bit about going from Iowa to going to New York. How, how was that like? It was a big change. I was born and raised in Northeast Iowa on a farm. I milked cows all growing up. And so it was the very, very typical Midwest farm life. And then I went to college in Marietta, Ohio, and that's where I met Moo. I met him my freshman year. He didn't really speak English. I didn't really speak Chinese yet. So we just waved and said hello. <laughs> Even though everybody thought he was Korean, right? Or Vietnamese? Yes, they thought he was Korean. Well, actually, in his ESL class the teacher was asking, where are you from? And she said, are you from Korea? And Moo didn't know what she was asking. So he was like, yes, yes. <laughs> and afterwards he had to go clarify. <laughs> yeah. And then we started, I did a stint in China for six months uh, for school. And then when I came back, we had our, one of our senior classes together and started talking and the rest is history. And he moved to New York city semester well, he graduated a semester before me and moved to New York City. And then I followed. And that's where we were for eight years before we moved to Texas. All right, so what was the biggest change from Iowa to New York? 
<laughs> and everything <laughs> like yeah. 100%. There's literally nothing. <laughs> 180 degree. <laughs> Yeah, it took a minute to get used to, but I feel like spending time in China kind of prepped me because that's everything is huge city life over there. And yeah, it took a minute after about a year or so once I found an internship and like finally kind of got my foot in the door out there, we really started to like it. It's just a lot of hustle and bustle. It's good for young people, young couples. Sure. When would you say that? Um, you figure, okay, Moo got an entrepreneurial spirit. Did you notice that right away before you got married? Oh yeah. He's not one, like he could never go and work like your typical job. He can't, he can't have a boss. Like he's the boss. So I heard he did really well doing his homework. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He was, you mean when we started dating? Well, yeah, I heard something about uh, he needed help with some papers. I'm the person that helps try to keep him organized and, you know, <laughs> you know, he would get everybody to help him out, help him do his, uh, oh, his yes. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He used to delegate reading assignments to all of his housemates and they would do reading for him and report back with a summary so that he could write the, whatever paper was due the next day in class. All right. So and- what would he do for you guys? That's my question. He was like the, he was like the community elder. Like everybody went to him if they had a problem. It was so yeah. funny. It was like, he's like the, the mob boss at, at school yeah. in his little group. It's so funny. That's move for you, right? He's definitely a problem solver. Yes. Whatever yep. you need, like, okay, and we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Definitely a problem solver. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. So uh, I'm going to reach out to Marietta College and maybe they'll, they'll check his diploma. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so you spent some time in New York, and uh, you guys have kids there, or or uh, when did, when did you have kids in New York? I worked out there in PR for I think it was four and a half years, and then we found out we were expecting our first son, and decided at that point it would be better if I stayed home because it was a very intensive, like twenty four seven type of job, and so we had our first son in New Jersey. And then we moved down here when he was three. So you went from a 24 seven job to another 24 seven job. That's pretty. Interesting. Yeah, pretty much. Except I didn't really realize what I was getting into before. I- <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your, uh, your working days. Um, they were enjoy good. It? Just tell me about, tell me about the position. Yeah. So I worked for Fleischman Hillard, which is a big global PR agency. I, my group was focused on corporate tech PR. So we did a lot of like business to business PR. We did like corporate leadership. I used to work, Lenovo was one of my really big clients and we would do like speech writing for their C-suite and organize media tours when they go to whatever coast to travel, we'd set up interviews for them and I used to do some work with the UN and organize some events for them. And so it was very, it was a great learning experience. It was very time intensive because a lot of my clients, because I have, I can speak basic Chinese and I had a pretty good understanding of like Asian culture and stuff at that point, a lot of my clients, I was placed on a lot of the Asian clients. So when I was sleeping, they were all working and then you wake up and it's, run and go the next day. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine. Yes. It's like a 12 hour difference. So 
roughly. It's like 12 hours, I think, something like that. Yeah. Yep. Take. All right. So what's more, what's harder work, working your job or working as a mom? If you, if you were to consider it like work, I'm not talking about fulfillment, I'm talking about the work wise. Well, that I think kids. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I was about to say, like, I was about to say, okay, let me back it up. You're no. working 24 seven, your corporate job. Or you're babysitting somebody's two kids the same way, which is more work, right? Yeah. I, it's, yeah. Kids, yeah. I'm assuming I know the answer for which is more fulfilling. Yes. If I'm wrong, just <laughs> say sure. that loud. This is the naked truth, right? You can say, hey, I'd rather go to work. Look, I would tell my wife all the time, look, I love my kids, but I'd rather work 12 hours a day than, well, not rather, but I get more tired if I'm home for three hours than if I work the whole 12 hour day. Yeah. It's a different out. Like, it's just a different kind of demand that kids have versus going to work. Well, you know where they get all their energy from, right? Uh, they suck it from me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where mine is anymore. They get right out of the parents, right? They just take it right out of you. Yeah. So very interesting. Super cool. So yeah, you know, you had um, your career. I mean, any at some point you think you're going to go back? I mean, I know you're Grayson's two. I mean, uh, Remy's two and uh, Grayson's, Grayson's six. six. Yeah. I don't think... I'll ever go back to that lifestyle again. I mean, and not that it wasn't great. It's just that for where we're at in life and the demands that Moo has, it's difficult to go back to something like that because it is so demanding of your time. There's not the flexibility. You're going back to asking like, can I have this day off because I need to run so-and-so to whatever field trip or that kind of thing. Um, but I do enjoy writing. So I think down the road, I want to do children's books or something like that. So, Oh, that's cool. I got a good one. How to make your kids go to bed. Just give me a oh. lot of Motrin. True. Um, that does work. Yeah. So did you ever work in any business with the moon, with your husband? I mean, I help him with our import and export business with just kind of keeping it's like I'm kind of like a secretarial role almost like I help try to keep things organized make sure all the papers are getting filed properly and we're filing things on time that kind of thing but in right. the pretty stuff I'm right. not so what's the easiest part about working with your husband and you know the second question is going to be what's the hardest part you can uh, tell me it's just you and me here chatting yeah he'll never know yeah he'll never know well the easiest part is, I guess you don't have, we're a married couple. It's not the whole like boss employee dynamic, that kind of thing, I'd say. So that's nice. I'd say the hardest part is we're completely, the way we work is could not be like more opposite. So sometimes that's a struggle, but we're working on it. We've gotten a lot better at it. So oh, that's good. Yeah. I think, I think that's probably most spouses, I would say mm-hmm. somewhere kind of total opposite or especially when it comes to certain things. Yeah. So, yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> yep. So I have, uh, I have a roulette, right? It's called the naked truth roulette. Right, we're going to pop it out here in a few minutes okay. and we're going to, we're going to chat. We're going to just, I'm going to give you four random questions. Okay. It'll be okay. just random questions, personal. If you need a pass on one, I'll give you one pass. Okay. So, but before we go there, what is like, Kind of, I guess I don't want to call it a myth. I know I asked you the question, like what kind of myth or what do you think somebody's perception of, you know, what it is to be an entrepreneur's wife? Say you have 
just people watching you on social media or just friends that they both have a, say a corporate job or just a regular job. Then they look at you, like, what do you think is a perception that, you know, like maybe a myth or something that, you know, either good or bad, right. Or either way. What yeah. Do you think? Well, I guess if you're looking at it from your social media and standpoint that, you know, I could see where people would have a perception that it's just, we have all this free time or, you know, they see when you're on trips or things like that, and that you're not tied down to a strict work schedule, nine to five job. And that that's kind of like what it is. Like you're just living this baller lifestyle. And I think, especially when you have young kids and a young family, people don't always see like the really hard work and stress intensity that goes into making your business endeavors successful. And so, you know, you do have those freedoms where you're not locked into a corporate type of schedule, but that comes as a result of really hard work. A lot of staying up all night, figuring out problems and how you're going to tackle the next day. And then, you know, with kids, when you're home with kids and you have kids, you know, it's crazy. It's not, you're not just sitting around like hanging out or it is a constant. They're all locked up in the closet right now until I'm done with yeah. this podcast. Mine is now. Like that. Why is there a lock in the closet? <laughs> and, and then uh, I put uh, yours upstairs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, hey, Ren yeah. is probably opening up all the cabinets, medicine cabinets and everything right now. Probably. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a climber. He's just like his dad. So quiet and so mischievous. He's Things got that look. Quiet, like, worry. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I got my kids locked upstairs, but I put yeah. candy in their in their closet <laughs> so they're happy for a little bit. Exactly. But so, what would you say? One last question before the roulette. This is a good one, I think. And what would you say would be like your greatest sacrifice as a spouse? Well, I think at least at this stage in our lives where we have a young family, I think my remove schedule is just kind of, it can can be really random. Like I might get noticed the day of that he has to go on a trip. And so that leaves me like, oh, okay, I'm in charge of everything for however many days he needs to be gone. You know, it's not, it's not something where these things get planned out far in advance. And so I love being home with my kids. I don't regret that at all. I wanted to be able to do that when my kids were young, but there is definitely, you give up some of your freedom to be able to just go out and do what you want because one of the parents has to be present and available to jump in if someone has to be off for work, right? So, but worth it. Uh, yeah, my wife doesn't like it if I just if I forget or tell her something. Yeah, well, we've gotten a lot better at trying to make sure that I know in advance. So. Actually, if somebody tells her before I tell her, like we're going to a birthday party on Saturday, right? Today's Wednesday, Tuesday, whatever, and I say, yeah, yeah, we'll go, and I forget to tell her, and then tomorrow somebody tells her, like, hey, you're coming to the party, like you're like what party, and she gets mad. Oh yeah. yeah. Not a bad, but she gives up. So like, it's hey, happened many know. times here too. And, but, but you know, these things I'm like, did I tell you? No, you didn't. Yeah, I know. There's a lot. I know. And you guys are so busy and you're talking to so many different people in a day. It's hard to keep it all straight. But yeah. Yeah, we're a little crazy. <laughs> a little bit. I don't know if that makes us, that makes you guys a little more crazier than us though. 
That's a good thing. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it does. All right. Well, Stephanie, right. thank you so much. You've been great. And now I am going to roll up this um, uh, roulette. All right. Do I need to take a shot of whiskey before this? Or? Uh, we should be good. Okay. Let's go back here. Oh, all right. All right. Let's go here. Let's spin it. Four random questions. Okay. All right. Let's see where we're at. All right. When something breaks, do you replace it or do you fix it? It depends, but a lot of times replace. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Next question. Oh, that next one would have been good. Oh, you might get it. I don't know. Oh, this is a good one, too. Uh, would you rather be a hero or a villain for a day? I might be two shoes. Probably a hero. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> hero for a day. That's good. I keep saying to myself, I'll be a villain, but I probably couldn't do it. Yeah, I know. All right, here we go. This is uh, what is the worst chore to do? Folding laundry. Folding laundry. Yeah, yeah. not very fun. Don't they make a laundry machine a dryer that folds the clothes for you? I think they did. I don't it. (laughs) Okay, I guess they don't. So, anybody out there? Any any uh, inventors invent that? And uh, Stephanie, your first client. I'll sell a kidney to get one of those. Yeah, we'll sell a kidney. All right, awesome. All right, last question. All right, this is good. So here is uh, your favorite band, song, artist. Man, what would it be? Sorry, I have to think. Well, okay, this is going to sound really geeky, but we have been watching, I make Moo watch Outlander. He claims I forced him into it, but I know that he actually really enjoys it too. But anyways, the soundtrack to that, is so good. So every time we get in the car, we have the soundtrack for that thing going everywhere we go. So it's just like intense Scottish music blaring oh, the highway. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's good. So I should put I should add on the question soundtrack. There you go. I think, I think a really good soundtrack is um, I listen to it almost every time when I go work out. Is uh, we're even for a jog is the um, um, a Star is Born with uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Lady Gaga. The soundtrack yep. is pretty good. I think it's really I listen good. To her. I listen to those when I run sometimes. They're really good. Really, really good. So, mm-hmm. so for sure. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. And you actually did not take a pass on it, which is great. You answered all the four questions. Well, they weren't, they weren't too hard. So uh, I was trying to keep them, trying to keep them pretty, pretty easy. I, I think I might add some other questions in there. Yeah. Uh, make them a little bit more harder. Make everybody. You know, add their, add their, like, add one roulette where the only question in every question is like, what would your husband not want anybody else to know? You know, something like that. Ooh. <laughs> right. Well, I'm so glad you didn't try that on me. <laughs> I lucked out. <laughs> but thank you so much for inviting me. And it was a lot of fun. And again, guys, I'm your host, Javier Hinojo. You can find, I don't know if Stephanie wants you guys to follow her on social media. I don't know, no idea, but. <laughs> Just find Moo and you'll probably find her. 
you know, just appreciate her time coming out, uh, sharing some some information and just how it is to be a, a spouse, you know, an entrepreneur and the, and the naked truth. So make sure you don't lose your shirt. Time consuming. It can be very scary. It could be like a, trying to get somewhere without a roadmap. So that's why I created this due diligence list when I buy a property. I'm going to buy an apartment building, even a mobile home park. You can use it for mostly pretty much any commercial property. But this one specifically is for a multifamily. It could be a six unit. It could be a 600 unit. You can use it for what you like. So go ahead and sign up, put your name, email. I'll send you the free link to my due diligence. This is what I've used to buy hundreds and hundreds of units, if not thousands of units. So sign up, you get my link. Uh, you get an Excel sheet as well. And also we use the software, project management software, monday.com. Feel free to sign up for a free trial. I do have an affiliate link. You don't pay any extra. They just pay me a small fee. Don't have to use it. You have the Excel spreadsheet, but if you use monday.com, it's actually a lot better, a lot smoother, a lot prettier, and you can do a whole bunch of other stuff. There's even a video there I created in the link. So check the link, sign up, and this is my giveaway for you guys. Thank you so much. Take care. This has been The Naked Truth. Our mission is to give it to you raw. If you got value from this episode, you're invited to leave an honest written review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.